Welcome to Try This at Home with Leslie and Leslin, a podcast that offers you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating a better life. Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. It's hard to believe that we haven't had this discussion yet since narcissism is rampant in our culture right now. Today, we're talking about narcissism, what it is, how to spot it, and most importantly, how to protect yourself from it. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. Hey, Leslie, how are you? How was your week? It is great. How about you? Good. You know, somehow I stay really busy. I have been painting my little heart out. I have gotten so many projects done around the house. My TikTok is going crazy. (laughs) And that's been a lot of fun. And I actually, I got the sweetest message this week from someone who said that she had just found me and that she didn't really have any friends and she was having a bad day. And after listening to my TikTok, she felt better. (gasps) And my heart just burst with the knowledge that somewhere in the world, I had a positive impact on somebody. Yeah, that is so, so sweet. And also so sweet that she took the time to actually tell you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 To be fair, the more time I spend on that platform, okay, I'm going to get real here. And so 90% of what I see is love, support, compassion, real people. Okay. I'm starting to wonder if it's also a dating platform for horny middle-aged guys. (laughs) (laughs) my daughter likes tiktok so don't tell me that (laughs) well you know here's the thing if you're a teenager and you're looking or you're you know a young person and you're you're watching other young people there's no doubt that tiktok will feed you that so i've read a little bit about the algorithm so (laughs) this might tell you what i look at (laughs) So I've read a little bit about the algorithm and basically they say that what they show you depends on how fast you swipe up, how long you stay on something, how many times you stay on something of the same nature. And if I'm honest, remember last week we talked about integrity? (laughs) So now I'm going to be honest and say when there is an attractive 50-year-old I watched the whole video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might watch the videos of attractive 30-year-olds also, but I feel really kind of yucky when I do. <laughs> you okay. know, like, right. yeah. I mean, and now I think, okay, I just have to think this is a magic mic movement and, you know, I'm not... <laughs> but the 50-year-olds, I might watch them twice. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's all right. (laughs) I mean, you know, I guess I I was telling a friend this and she said, well, you're not dead. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. Okay. Okay. So cool. (laughs) I mean, I'm not looking just, just to be fair to anybody who's listening. I'm not looking on one of my stories. 
I kind of talk about how I've buried two husbands and divorced one another. And somebody said, oh, you're a black widow. (gasps) It's the only, it's the only really sassy comment I've gotten. And so I replied back to him and I said, hmm, you know, he's right. I did bury two husbands and I divorced another one. So yeah, I'm not sure I'd take the chance either. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is, we just talked about kindness the last week. He needs to be more kind. (laughs) I don't, you know, I mean, who knows if he even really understood that the Black Widow is somebody who went around killing her husband. Well, you know, it could, you know, I'm, I really didn't take offense at it. And because I live by, if yes. you don't know me, then your judgment of me has no value. Right, right. Uh, if you're yeah, making, yeah, if you're assessing me from a one minute TikTok <laughs> and you're judging me, whoa, that says way more about you than it does about me. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Seriously. Oh. All right. So, One of the reasons I wanted to talk about narcissism is because there are, there seem to be, or maybe it's just the people, again, that meet the algorithm for me, there seem to be a lot of people on TikTok that I've seen who are suffering the consequences of having been in a relationship with a narcissist. And... And I would say that my ex-husband is a pretty classic narcissist. And I, and I think there's some confusion about what narcissism really looks like. Now, you don't have to look very far to find one. No, we have one running our country. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, he is textbook. Right. Heavy-duty yes. narcissism, right? If we look at... Just the the diagnostic criteria for uh, narcissistic personality disorder. Uh There's an exaggerated sense of self-importance, a sense of entitlement that requires consistent, excessive admiration. (laughs) And when I watch some of those news, some of those press conferences, I just want to gag because that's it's like this persistent yes sense of ad right this excessive admiration yep, yep. wanting to be recognized able genius yes <laughs> with a j <laughs> <laughs> which exaggerates the achievements and talents right oh we've got this coronavirus oh, yeah. under control right All right yeah, yeah preoccupied with fantasies about success power brilliance Brilliant, yeah. Believe they're superior. I mean, how many times did he say he was the only one that could do something? Belittle or look down on people that they perceive. How many How many times does he have to mock somebody for us to mm-hmm. see that? Yeah. And by the way, in order to meet the, the um, diagnosis, you only have to have five of these. <laughs> oh, geez. And we've checked every box so far. So. Right. Right. Expect special favors <laughs> and unquestioning yes. compliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take advantage of others to get what you want. There's all kinds of reports of not being 
paying plumbers and electricians and contractors when he was building buildings, Mm -hmm. have an inability or an unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others, Mm -hmm. believe that other people envy you. Yes, and to be envious. (laughs) And to be envious, behave in an arrogant or a haughty manner. Mm-hmm. And then insist on having the best of anything. I mean, did did you happen to hear him talking about his silk tie and how he had to wear silk? No. Okay. Well, we don't need no. to go into it. But no, I recently I, heard him talk about how he has better hair than another world leader, and that <laughs> would certainly fit in with their fantasies about you know having beauty. Yeah, his <laughs> better hair. I, yeah. <laughs> I just don't even. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Well, one of the things you, in the beginning, you were talking about how like in our culture lately, it's, you know, this narcissism is sort of pervasive and mm-hmm. how especially, I mean, you know, everyone is sort of can be a TV star if they want on TikTok or, or these other social media platforms or YouTube. And people are just, you know, I don't know, really sometimes overly interested in that. My kids in particular are like, they really desperately want to be a YouTube or a TikTok star, which is, you know, (laughs) funny. But I was doing some reading on narcissism and I think probably the best example that I came across of our culture being narcissistic is that there was a company that was founded in 2007 and some celebrities would hire fake paparazzi to follow them around. So these celebrities, maybe they wanted to seem more important than they were. They would go to this company full of a bunch of fake paparazzi you would tell them I'm going to be here and they would show up and try to take pictures of you and make it seem as if, you know, you were just really sought after. And I thought, oh my goodness, that, there it is. That's, that's crazy to me. Yeah. You know, and those are the kinds of things that we think about when we think about narcissism. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I wanted to really talk about today is what narcissism looks like in suburbia. Yeah. Yeah. Because the people, the, I mean, I'm not, I mean, yeah, they are obviously narcissists are everywhere. And the, the stars or the quasi stars who hire people like that are egomaniac narcissists who have an overinflated sense of self. And it's unfortunate that we see people that they become the role models, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. what's even what I think is more damaging to the emotional psyche are the kids that are getting raised by narcissistic parents mm-hmm. or the partners of narcissistic people. Because it's it's kind of like this silent destruction. And I also want to make it really clear that there is a healthy and an unhealthy narcissism. Mm -hmm. Okay. We can't just throw out the word and apply it um, equally to, 
to being destructive. So for the most part, we're talking right now about unhealthy narcissism. And I want to kind of describe what that looks like in the in day-to-day life. Yeah. Yeah, because definitely, like, if I'm reading some of these, I'm like, oh, that could be me. That could be me. I, I'm like that sometimes. Like, there's... Same. You know, yeah. Same. You're, you probably are not going to listen to that list or read that list and not see yourself in some of it. Well, and so what I want I want everybody to do is go to the internet and look up Dr. Craig Malkin, M-A-L-K-I-N. He's a clinical psychologist from Harvard, and he wrote a book called Rethinking Narcissism. And yeah. in that book, there's a narcissism test, and it's also online at his website. So it's drcraigmalkin.com. And there's a doc, a narcissist test. And if you answer a few questions, it'll tell you where you land on the narcissism scale. Oh, okay. Fortunately, when I took it, it was high. I was high in healthy narciss- narcissism and extremely or and low in extreme narcissism. Okay. So so let's let's just thank God for that because I if I had taken this <laughs> test and not scored differently, I'm not sure I would have had this. I'm not sure I would have been brave enough to have this conversation. <laughs> but you know, and what's interesting is we, you know, just because somebody has confidence doesn't mean that they're narcissists, right? right. Narcissists get their ego stroked at other people's expense. Right. Okay, that's the unhealthy narcissism. Unhealthy narcissists, the the pathological narcissism is destructive. You usually can look in the wake of a pathological narcissist and see a lot of broken people. And that's whether it's, you know, the kids, like we've all seen the parent who sits in the baseball that stands and thinks that his kid's ability to play baseball is a reflection of him. Right? Mm. Yeah. And there's an element of, my daughter would probably tell you that there was a time when somebody told me what a great kid she was. Mm-hmm. And I walked in to her room and I said, listen, I just got off the phone with so-and-so and they, they just couldn't read. I guess she had babysat for them. She said they were raving about you. And they said that I had done such a great job And she looked at me and she goes, you know, mom, I am my own person. It's not all about you. Oh, my. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure if she thinks I'm a narcissist or not. (laughs) But, um, you know, if I had thought about that, right, if I had belittled her, if I had the unhealthy kind of narcissism, I would have taken that comment and basically just ground her into the ground until she knew that her proficiency was because of me. Of you. Yeah. Right. Right. And there's, and there might be people out there that are saying, oh my God, my dad did that to me or my mom did that to me. Narcissists, pathological narcissists do not know how 
to take a backseat to their children's or their spouse's success. Yeah. There's always a Mm one-up. Ooh, one-uppers are like my least favorite people. Yeah. 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 You you talk to somebody and I'm going to defend people for a second because there's, there's a couple of different motivations here. Yeah. If you say, oh my God, I just had the worst day. And somebody says, oh, I hate those days. Tell me about it. That's not narcissistic. No. If somebody says, oh my gosh, me too, but you go first. That's empathetic. Right. If somebody says, you think your day was bad, my day was blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's pathological narcissism yep yep okay i just took the test by the way i was totally listening but it was very short and i took it and okay it says it has echoism as the first like yep rating i'm average i'm here's the spoiler alert i'm average in every single one of these um (laughs) in healthy narcissism or healthy narcissist i'm average and extreme narcissism is average too Okay, so there you go. Yeah. So on my test, and I hope everybody goes and takes this, on healthy narcissism, I'm all the way to the right. And on extreme narcissism, I'm low. So I'm high on the healthy and low on the other. I'm smack in the middle. I don't, it asks you a question about like, if you like being the center of attention or like when people talk to you or no, talk about you, no, I don't, I don't like being the center of attention ever. do I let, can I handle a compliment? I actually really, that's an area where I really need to work on because I feel so weird when people give me compliments. Mm. People sometimes like, I I don't think I have like a quote unquote normal reaction. People will sometimes um, like on Instagram for my planner business, like if I repost something or if I like something, they'll be like, oh my gosh, Leslie, reposted or liked my picture i'm famous and i'm like uh you are not and neither am i so let's chill out (laughs) so i have i have a weird reaction to that stuff uh yeah and i know i've said this before but my grandmother i'm pretty sure i've told this story before but i'll tell it again because it's such a good story but i she was visiting me at my first house and of course i was like 26, and everything that I owned was a hand-me-down or a yard sale fine. And she'd say, oh, this is lovely. And I'd say, oh, well, that I found that on the curb. Or she'd say, oh, this is quite nice. And I'd say, yeah, mom and I had to refinish that because of it. Or, you know, I would just literally disqualify everything that she complimented. And finally, she turned to me and she said, sweetheart. When a lady receives a compliment, the only appropriate answer is thank you. Yeah, she's right. And I, yeah. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I just turned my phone and I'm so silly because I gave you all the wrong uh, results for my, my little quiz here. Oh, um, <laughs> I, it was like cut off and I couldn't see it. And then finally my phone is always on the orientation lock so that I can't flip it. Oh, so I right. took the orientation lock and flipped it. So sorry guys. I totally lied a minute ago. Okay. Echoism is high 
for me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Healthy narcissism is average. And extreme narcissism is average. So the first okay. one was wrong. Sorry. Okay. High inequism. Apparently, I just don't know how to read. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) So the first one, high neckwism, which would make sense because I'm a people pleaser, I think. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, um, I think the whole point of this is to try to help people understand that having self-confidence is not narcissistic. Right. As long as it's balanced with humility, right? Mm, yeah. There needs to be an, an element of, well, I'm, I'm very good at this, but I'm not the best. Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to give you an example of something that I have seen before, and I want to know your thoughts on this, sure. where it relates to narcissism or egotism. So there's somebody that I know who will post things to social media platforms that are like this, right? And I'm going to, I'm going to exaggerate this example because I don't want to give the exact example, but it's extremely close to this. Does anybody know where I can get a wallet that holds a lot of hundred dollar bills? So they're posting like, you know, does anyone know where I can get something, you know, to hold all my, my big fat money, right? Like you, there, it doesn't matter what you know, the, the currency is cause all, all currency is the same thickness. Right. So, but you're just, he's just has to say like, right. You know, and, and so, obviously you could Google it too. So I feel like there's a, there's a statement being made, like we have to post this publicly. So everybody knows this thing about me. Right. So we'll talk about that when, when we come back, hold that thought. Hey everyone, it's Leslin. One of our goals this year is to grow the podcast audience and you can help. We would truly appreciate a share or a shout out if you found the ideas here helpful. Don't forget, you can always touch base with us personally on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, trythisathomepodcast.com. <laughs> so I am still laughing <laughs> because that's a classic example of look at how good I am. Exactly. Look at how much I have. And that's actually another, I mean, think about this. Donald Trump's penthouse in New York was literally gilded in gold. gold, Yeah. Right. 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 It's, it's, and I think about my ex-husband who would not, who couldn't be seen in a, a men's warehouse suit. Once he had money, he had to flaunt it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we didn't have money. So we had a client appreciation event once. And I had this black velvet dress. And I looked really good in it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it was a to- one when time you got in my on it. <laughs> well, and let me tell you, I was gonna say it was one of the rare times in my life when all of the right pieces kind of fell together. Like I had the right girdle, I had the right dress, (laughs) it was the right cut. I had my hair done. And then he was friends with a local jeweler and surprised me 
with having gotten on loan this Ooh. like $20,000 diamond necklace. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because we were the bosses and yeah, yeah. you know we were the owners and he wanted his woman and I that night all I was was a trophy wife. Yeah. Mm. That's all I was. I was a trophy knife knife uh, bleh, knife I was a trophy wife displaying this well um yes this this what's the word i want this symbol of success yeah and so that kind of brings me to a big part or a big part of this that i wanted to talk about when you live with a narcissist it's generally not a lot of bold visible cuts they mm. are little tiny things so when we first met and people are going to listen to me and wonder how the hell did you stay but that's the crazy part right is it's not even the person it's happening to doesn't notice it until you are so like you're on the ground you've been cut so low and by then your self-esteem has been so disseminated is that the word i want maybe um yeah decimated that's the word i wanted it's been so decimated that you 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 don't believe that you have the capacity for more right Mm -hmm. or for something different but when we were when we were first dating i was a single mom i had nothing as a matter of fact i had debt i was (gasps) i i i just had nothing and on like our fifth date, he bought me a new bed. Ooh. Now, I mean, I'm not sure he bought it for me. I think he bought it because he was starting to sleep over then. And <laughs> I mean, I'm being real, right? <laughs> and yeah, the bed I had wasn't comfy. And then he just constantly, like he brought me a bottle of Dom Perignon. I am an Osti Spamonti girl. I would have been happy with a bottle of Martini and Rossi. The Dom Perignon was wasted on me at that point in my life. Right. But I think I was supposed to be impressed with that. And, you know, I fell, I fell for the, I'm going to take care of you. And I mean, again, being real, it was was nice. It was nice to have new things. It was nice to have somebody spoil you. And, and then the little things started like, if I didn't want, like, if I was busy and I didn't have time to make him lunch, he goes, yeah, well, I'll remember that the next time you want a piece of jewelry. Ouch. Or, are you kidding me? After everything that I did for you, you can't even stop and do this? There were, and you know, Ugh. at the time, I remember thinking, well, that's true. You know, I, I didn't stop and think, well, I've, you know, I take care of the house and we have babies. and." And so I and so I started to say, well, I'll do more then, because I there was this element of displeasure that I didn't want to continue, right? And that was the emotional abuse that just kind of started after everything I've done for you, and you mm. won't do this. Mm. And it took a long time 
for me to realize that that had become kind of the center. Like I, I, not that he ever directly asked me, but I ended up giving up everything in my career that would have taken me someplace mm-hmm. so that he could shine brighter. Right. When mm-hmm. I, when I got uh, licenses to help us um, administratively in our business, I kind of outranked him license wise. So he started working on his designations, which was fine. You know, he, it was good that he did that. But the minute I say I was licensed, I had this license, he said, but I have my, my this designation. Oh, yuck. He would often say, you're a great mother. He would often say that I, I can throw a great party. But there was, not that I remember, there weren't compliments that outranked him, if you will. I was going to say, those are all compliments that also make him look good, right? Precisely. Because if his children are well-behaved and well-groomed and all that kind of stuff, you know, typical things that mom takes care of, then he looks good because they're mm-hmm. his kids too. Mm-hmm. And if the party is great, he looks good because it's at his house with his mm-hmm. kids and his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's I, can re- I can remember coming. I can remember one day I said, I've been asked to be the treasurer at church. And he goes, really? Hmm. They didn't say anything to me about that. We were all, we were uh, like one of 16 founding members of this church. And next thing I know, he came home and said, yeah, pastor asked me to be on the board (laughs) (laughs) or the church council. I'm like, yeah, uh uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I mean, that's, it's over now, but the, the, there are a lot of people who listen to this and think, oh my gosh, I think that's me. And I see women Literally, I I almost always have an active client who is getting out of a narcissistic marriage and trying to recover their spirit because there's been this long time frame of feeling less than so that your partner can feel more than. Right. I I think one of the when I you know is reading up on this topic I think the thing that struck me and was the saddest of of this is just realizing that the people who are like this are like this because they're very empty inside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and there's also an incredibly interesting article about how codependency which I hope we'll talk about in the next couple of weeks and narcissism are born out of the same deficits, Mm. but that we toxic for each other and so toxic and, and create in a really crazy nature's kind of joke. They're drawn to one another, Yeah, right? Where you find a narcissist, you will almost always find a codependent. Now, Narcissist. Nar- Why would you say the narcissist that I know of, his spouse 
is kind of extremely gullible. Mm -hmm. And, and therefore I think, you know, it's easy for him to be narcissistic in that relationship. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's, you know, codependents say codependent. And again, we're all a little bit codependent. Sure. Although the healthier expression of that is interdependence. But the problematic elements of codependency are born out of a desire to be loved. Right. And so a narcissist who also wants to be loved, also born out of that space of wanting to be loved, the codependent will, if you just think of a, a, a balance scale with the amount of admiration the codependent gives all of theirs to the narcissist. They give all mm-hmm. of their admiration energy to the narcissist, yes. but yep. the narcissist can't give any back. Right. They just they just hog it. And it, it can be very destructive. So the codependency piece, um, I guess what I wanted to say about it was that both of these are recoverable. And I would say that once you've hit the peak of, let's say, Trump's level of narcissism, that's probably its personality disorder at that point. It's pathological. You're probably not going to change it. But if you take this narcissistic test and you see that you have some narcissistic tendencies that are unhealthy, you can absolutely reverse those or change those so that they become more healthy but yeah and we always say it you know awareness is the first step and knowing that you have those tendencies is super important absolutely absolutely so take the test read the book i think we have not given a book away in a long time so i think i would like to give this book away if uh, you reach out to us on social media or on our website and let us know that you have a narcissistic partner and you need to learn more about it, we will take a drawing and I will give this book away. I actually ordered two so I could have one in the office. Great. That's awesome. All right. So with that in mind, our try that at home this week is another piece of awareness. Find out where you sit on the narcissism scale. Consider if there's something that you want to improve, whether it's you know, I need to be more self-confident. I need to be more humble. I need to be more empathetic and compassionate toward people so that I'm not out there kind of just touting all of my own. Because personally, I think Leslie and I are wonderful, but I'm including her in that so it <laughs> doesn't make me a narcissist. <laughs> I'm I like it. <laughs> I'm not kidding about the wonderful part, but you know what I mean. <laughs> of course. All right. And with that, um, we will leave you with that uh, next week. I don't think we've talked, we've talked about what our, no. so it's going to be a surprise if you tune in next week, which we hope you will. I'm sure we'll have an interesting conversation again for now. This is Leslie and Leslin, hoping you will try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. 
If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.